Hi, and welcome to the Light Reading Notebook Dump, where we review some trends and news that we've been following in the week and get you up to speed on what's going on. Uh, just a heads up, we will not be recording a notebook dump for the Thanksgiving week because we will all be planning on having a food coma and recovering from awkward political conversations with family members. <laughs> so Correct. we'll need the time off, and I'm sure you will as well. <laughs> Joining me is uh, I'm Mike Dano, uh, editor here at Light Reading, and hey, uh, Jeff Baumgartner, uh, editor at Light Reading as well. Yeah, I don't even think I introduced myself. I just introduced the notebook dump. So anyway, well, you I'm need Kelsey no introductions. Sizer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's Kelsey right. Sizer. I'm also an editor here at Light Reading, filling in for Phil Harvey, who is back in the gutter somewhere <laughs> again oh man again yeah. back in the gutter right. just kidding he's fine <laughs> all right mike what's in your notebook what you been mm. up to this week yeah right uh, a lot of a lot of stuff to dump out of my notebook uh <laughs> i debated on there, so there's two like kind of bigger things that are happening this week and i debated on which one to talk about because there's a whole you know how 5g crashes airplanes right everybody's aware of that. So that, that is a story that's continuing, but we actually had yeah. a new, yeah. That's called like uh, the, the Alec Baldwin factor, right? The words with friends. The, yeah. He plays words with friends and crashes airplanes. <laughs> Please um, don't come after so us, like, Alec Baldwin. I love all your movies. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he, I think he's just going to continue to crash airplanes. So, so there's uh there's stuff going on there, but I, I think, uh, what I was most interested about this week that's going on that came out of my notebook was a, a new report from the CTIA trade group. And it was a report about um, a spectrum band called the CBRS spectrum band. It's the 3.5 gigahertz spectrum band. And it was a really interesting report that is, uh, it has like, it has like some political ramifications because the report says that nothing interesting is happening in that spectrum band, uh, which is is a debatable uh, conclusion because all of the companies that are working in that spectrum band are like, hey, what the heck? Like, we've got all this stuff that's happening in this spectrum band. Yeah. Why would you say that? Rude. Yeah. Why are you slighting what? us? We're doing yeah. really interesting stuff here. Exactly. And there's like, there is actually <laughs> okay. a fair amount going on in that spectrum band. But yeah. What is going the, on in that spectrum band? Oh, all kinds of stuff. The party. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> spectrum party. party. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's all, all kinds of stuff. Uh, the cable companies are playing in it. The um, fixed wireless companies are playing in it. Uh, yeah, everybody's everybody's playing in CBRS. Uh, Cal Poly just launched, uh, just today, uh, Cal Poly said they have a 5G network running in CBRS spectrum band. So, I mean, yeah, if Cal Poly's in there, on. so yeah, exactly. But it seems like one of the issues, right, is is sharing it, right, and and not because CBRS is licensed and unlicensed, and then you know I think that don't isn't there interest in applying that model to some other bands, and and exactly. the idea is like, well, uh, you know, uh, well the the position by CTIA is what that they want to keep it all licensed. Right. Yeah, they want to keep it all licensed. So that's that's what I say is like there's it's really a political ramifications for this report because yeah. 
there's a debate about how to handle other spectrum bands that they might release in the future. And there's a proposal underway to, to, you know, Spectrum Sherry works in the CBRS band. Why not apply it to all these other spectrum bands that they may release in the future? And CTA does not like that. And so as a result, they put out this report that says, you know, the CBRS is bad. Don't share. Uh, give it to us exclusively. Um, and so that's kind of where what it, what the debate is going on right now. And so there's you know there's sort of good points on either side, but um, I think the 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 real takeaway that I had from that whole debate this week over, you know, is CBRS doing well? Is it not doing well? I think the real takeaway is that it's it's still pretty early, and like, you know, you you just you you can't really determine the success of any one spectrum band in eighteen months. You know, you, you need at least a couple of years to figure out what, you know, what is happening in that spectrum band. Yeah. So do you, I mean, I'm kind of curious as to what it all might mean, right? Obviously you can't reverse what's already happened, you know, in the CBRS band, right? It's already shared and, and, you know, there's license holders, there's folks using the unlicensed portion of it. Uh, So I think it'd be hard to change that now, um, even if CTIA's argument, they decide is the correct one. Uh, but down the line, do you think the impact or the, the effect or the implication is going to be, you know, how these other spectrum bands are, are treated and, and the argument in CBRS is just going to be applied there. So you're going to have to have, have both sides weigh in on why it should remain all licensed or, or shared. I mean, is that the big implication moving forward? Maybe. I mean, it's, it, it really is a big deal because yeah. they're talking about, um, like almost 500 megahertz in the lower three gigahertz band, which is a lot of spectrum that they would potentially release for 5G at some point in the future. And so, you know, if they release it under the shared model, that, you know, has definite implications for the 5G carriers. But if they release it under the sort of standard licensed model, that's the kind that, you know, Verizon and AT&T, that's, that's what they really want. And so, you know, th- that's why there's this debate going on right now is are, are they going to get what they really want, which is the license spectrum, or are they, are they going to have to share it, which they don't want to do. But, you know, even in um, the CBRS band, there's the, the, the story there isn't really finished yet either, because there's a number of proposals to increase the power levels of transmissions in the CBRS band. And that would really have a, a really big um, effect on that, on the operations in that band, because it would basically make, you know, if you're a fixed wireless provider working in CBRS, now your signal goes way farther. Or if you're Comcast that's building a network in CBRS, now your network is that much better and that much, you know, covers that much greater area. So even if that proposal goes through, that would be a big deal too. So yeah, there's a lot going on in that, in that area. Um, and it's hard to know which way it's going to go, but, um, well, that'll, yeah, it's going to, yeah, it should be good for you. Like, hey, this will uh, keep us hopping for at least a couple of years. <laughs> I have no doubt I'll be writing a CBRS is uh, yeah, yeah. going to be a headline for years to come. Mm. Yeah. Does it make you just feel like all warm and tingly inside, Mike? You're like, mm. Well, oh. I wouldn't say warm and tingly. <laughs> I, you know what I will if say? If you said it did, okay. I'd be a little worried. For, you know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I just felt like I mean, Grinch's I, heart, his heart grew bigger. I've been, after I accepted Christmas, I just feel like 
Mike. Well, it has some financial runway, or, or, or More I'm sorry, editorial runway. Yeah, I do like spectrum policy. I, yeah. I will admit that it, it is very interesting. And and you know the one thing that I'll I'll add to that is you know there's this whole thing called decentralized wireless where uh, people like like Kelsey or Jeff are building their own cell sites uh, under this model. That the companies like Pollen Mobile and Helium and stuff have this like weird business model where. Yeah, people buy their own cell tower and operate it for these companies. But anyway, that all is happening in the CBRS band. Um, so, you know, there's another well, interesting element that's going on. Well, I saw some kind of pop up related to that. Is, is, do you know a company? Is it called Nova Labs or something? Uh, yeah, that's Helium. Helium yeah. Split. Nova Labs is the company that is okay. running that. Yeah, because there was a, uh, uh, a person who was over at uh, Cable Labs and kind of handling a lot of their wireless stuff. Uh, guy named Mario Del Dio. And I think yeah, just on LinkedIn, he's over there now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just happened to just notice that this week. It's like, wow. Cause he was all over a lot of the, uh, the new wireless use cases that cable labs and curio were coming up with. And then suddenly he's like, Hey, I'm over here now. So that uh, was like, hey, Mike's been all over that one. So anyway, I've been, Meaning to circle back on that at some point, but there you go. There we go. Jeff dropping some news yeah. during the notebook down. Boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's well. what we're here for. 10 points mm-hmm. to Jeff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 points to Gryffindor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Good Thanks, job. Gandalf. You can turn on those points for leftover post it notes. Mm. Um, yeah. It's exciting for office supplies. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mike. And yep. Jeff, what was in your notebook? Uh, well, there are a couple of things. Um, one had to do with Comcast and another one kind of more wide, uh, like it has more wider industry implications or activity. But, um, you know, I thought the big one this week was the revelation from Comcast uh, Chief Network Officer Elad Nafshi that the company's upgrade plan, the network upgrade plan, which includes uh, mid-split, which puts more spectrum towards the upstream, uh, network virtualization, and then an eventual jump to DOCSIS 4.0 would come in at less than $200 per home household passed. And again, that's just the network piece. It doesn't include CPE, but uh, it's a pretty big deal because the financial folks have been very eager to get a number to kind of wrap around and, and model with. And, and the one that uh, Elad cited this week was, well, it was really well below uh, the cost for a leap to fiber to the premises. You know, if, if we're using a thousand dollars as kind of a general benchmark. Um, but the cost is also that he talked about is also a lot lower or is kind of on the low end of the estimates that have been, Circulating, uh, you know, we've heard stuff around you know four hundred dollars on the high end, um, you know, down to like one hundred and eighty. So definitely on that lower end. What's not clear yet is whether the two hundred dollar figure will apply uh, really only to Comcast because you know Comcast has taken a certain approach with full duplex doxis and, and sticking with one point two gigahertz plant um, or whether it's going to also play out with operators that are doing 
um, extended spectrum doxes and a move to 1.8 gigahertz, you know, just to throw a bunch of gibberish around. But <laughs> I did get some uh, some uh, private inquiries, you know, after that number came out. And, you know, it's fair to say that there are some that are kind of skeptical, like, how is that possible? You need to look into this. And, you know, Not my backyard. I'm like, yeah, let me, you know, definitely something that I, I got to dig into. Definitely. But, you know, I imagine a company like Comcast would be a little foolish, you know, if it was to go out there and cite a number like that at an investor conference, if, you know, they weren't super confident about it, right. you know, not like, Hey, this is a number. It's pretty wishy-washy, but you know, we're going to put it out there. Yeah. It, it seems like they would, they would not go to and do it to that public level unless they were pretty solid on it. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's an amazing number, first of all, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Multiple speeds for $200 per household pass. Like, yeah. Props to Comcast if that's that is the number. That's like pretty amazing. Yeah. Well, I guess if you're Comcast, you can also lean pretty hard on those vendors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and get the cost yeah. down. But the, yeah, right. the other perspective to kind of put it, well, it it's interesting because two hundred dollars sounds you know pretty small compared to a thousand, you know, for fiber of the prem. Yeah. But to put it in some historic context, um Doxus three one when they are three dot one when they did that, the, the network upgrade cost was like eight bucks. Per home pass, but all you were doing, yeah, all you were doing, though, you were making a change at the CMTS and at the okay. and uh, at the CP, but just the network cost was eight bucks. But you know, this time around with 4.0, they have to touch the plant, they have to do some things. So uh, definitely a lot more expensive than three one, but not as expensive uh, as fiber to the prem. So, but, uh, yeah. Jeff, here's the one thing I don't understand: is that so? That price must be for existing. Comcast homes, right? Like they wouldn't go into a greenfield market and expect to do $200, $200 per home pass, right. right? Yeah, yeah. I think um, the, the $200 would be upgrading the existing 3.1 HFC plant. Um, to your point, yeah, a lot of greenfields, new builds, uh, you know, there's not new HFC being built <laughs> for the most part. They're going with fiber to the prem because, like, hey, if it's brand new, you know, just hit it with fiber to the prem. I think, uh, you know, the, the other reason why they're going with 4.0 and these kind of more incremental thing and not do the big leap to fiber to the prem is, you know, just the sheer cost. It would, it would be for com a company the size of Comcast to upgrade its entire footprint at the fiber to the prem. I mean, you're talking, uh, yeah, uh, uh, you know, a thousand bucks per home, maybe a little bit less because they have volume, but it's still a lot more. And I think that they feel that the the path they're taking will give them enough uh, capacity and capability that that they can kind of hold off. You know, having to take that last jump. But what comes after four you know, it could be five of the prem. You know, right. we'll see. We'll see. Five one. Yeah. It could be five dot oh six. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. Six, seven. So it could be sixty. So, eleven. Uh, yeah. 11. Um, is So do they hate Altice now? Because because <laughs> is that like, did Altice make the wrong call by going to all fiber instead yeah. of waiting for Dr. Well, it, or whatever? It's it's a debate, right? Because if you, uh, I think Altice USA is like, hey, we're just going to bite the bullet here and do fiber the prem, future proof it. Um, you know, what, the, what they tend to also, in addition to the uh, sheer capability of the, the fiber upgrade, they like to talk about the the operational costs they get by uh, going with a uh, passive 
uh, network. And I think there are some benefits there, but the you know, that also came up. Uh, and something I wanted to talk about a little bit too was um, uh, Phil McKinney, the CEO of Cable Labs, had a, a talk with uh, uh, Craig Moffat or Moffat Nathanson about the future of the cable network and, and where it's going to go and so forth. And you know, the question came up that you brought up. It's like, well, why are some companies doing fiber of the prem and some are not, you know, they talk about the operational savings and, and uh, Phil's point was that the operational savings, you do get them, but they're pretty small um, from a relative standpoint. And then he had mentioned that, you know, the, the HFC network's becoming more and more passive itself, right? Because you do have a, like these, you know, the stretch of uh, coax, you have to put the amplifiers. So you have a lot of uh, uh, electric components. Um, but over time, the amount of amplifiers are going to shrink down um, from like N plus six, as they call it, down to N plus zero at some point uh, down the line. And, you know, that kind of ties into the other thing that I wanted to bring up, and that is this uh, Fiber Plus branding <laughs> that we're uh, starting to see uh, kind of messaging into the, uh, you know, some of the operators. We've had, you know, GCI in Canada, Sean, or I'm sorry, GCI in uh, Alaska, Sean in Canada, I think Vodafone in Europe has been doing it a little bit. Um, it's not like a massive industry thing yet, but uh, going back to the discussion that McKinney was having, uh, he, he just said, hey, stay tuned uh, about this. He was kind of alluding, I thought, that there's more to come there. Um, and I didn't see like a cable industry trademark for Fiber Plus. Uh, there's some food company called Yum Delight <laughs> that has a, a pending trademark when I did a search. But, you know, that's probably for like uh, you know, high grain cereal or something. But um, <laughs> not really the same thing. Fiber plus uh, cereal, but so I don't know what to really think of it. Um, you know, I get that the cable guys are getting a little tired of all the fiber overbuilders and telcos getting all this love and attention. You know, we're not even talking about fixed wireless here, but kind of lavished upon them. So they want to use the word fiber more prominently, you know, even though HFC is fiber, hybrid fiber coax, you know, the vast majority of the network is fiber. So that's, the argument you know, they're, they're trying to make and, and trying to, you know, put the fiber word into their messaging. Cause you know, if you're telling the uh, consumer, we have really great HFC, yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's not going to resonate. <laughs> I don't think. So, <laughs> Man, that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I prefer uh, Doxus forever. That do Doxus will never go away. <laughs> It may, it may be true. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. We, we've had, we've it's, had some a, it, people. it's actually a James Bond movie that never went to theaters. Doxus well, never dies. <laughs> well, there, well, Kelsey, actually, you had, a, you had a great one. I thought there was an event we did cable. I think the title of it was Doxus Maximus. Oh, or yeah. Something. <laughs> it's like, there you go. There, There's the... Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you get credit for that if they uh, if they ever try to do that. Yeah. yeah, they need to come to you, Kelsey, for marketing advice. Mm -hmm. I feel like Docs is Maximus. I'm on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that reminds me of I did actually. You know, we've made fun of in the past on the podcast about all these like you know Disney Plus, and then like it was gonna be like 
Hulu Plus, Max Plus or something. And I can't remember which um, streaming service it was, but they were actually making fun of themselves. They're like, yeah, Plus Plus, Max Plus, Premium Plus. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh. So they realized they're, they're being ridiculous. <laughs> <That's outrageous. laughs> HBO Max yeah, Plus divided yeah. by two times 780 <laughs> Yeah. Uh, times pi, you know, is, is, is the service. Yeah. Plus HSE. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Jeff. Appreciate that sure. update. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to follow that and, and see what the analysts have to say as well. So keep yep. us posted. Okay. Um, well, what fell out of my notebook this week was a satellite. Isn't it cute? Yeah. Look how small yeah. they are now. Bloop. Yeah, they're super small. <laughs> it can fit in the palm of your hand. Yes. Um, I did a tour of the Boeing satellite facility in El Segundo, California last week, uh, and that was really cool. They're uh, manufacturing the O3B M-Power satellites for SES satellite, and those will be launched, um, I think, between December 12th and the 15th, and then also likely some more will be launched in um, January. And those are MEO satellites. So the medium earth orbit, um, they have each one can do 5,000 beams. Um, They also have some software defined capabilities and they're smaller than previous satellites. So that was pretty interesting too. But not as small as the one that you showed us. Not this small. Okay. This is maybe like, you know, once the satellite is broken up in orbit. Maybe they make little pieces. That's just debris. Yeah, yeah. When the satellites the collision debris, space <laughs> degree. Yeah. All right. Now, are you uh, are you going to have an opportunity to go see the launch itself? I think um, Paula Gilbert with Connecting Africa, um, she or um, Machepo might. Um, go see the launch. So okay. the launch partner is SpaceX, of course. Um, so one of them might go see that. But okay. I'll, I'll probably you got the tour though. All right. Yeah, I did get the tour. Got to see, um, you know, the engineers at work and how they test the satellites, make sure that they can withstand all the vibrations as they get launched. Uh, making sure that they can handle radiation and also the really cold side of space as well. It's now, a harsh environment go- up there for this little, this little satellite. For the tour though, did you, was it like, did you have to go into like a clean room and put on a, a smock and everything or, yeah. you know? No. Yeah. So we had to, um, there were like no pictures, no recording devices. You had to take off your Apple watch if you had one. Um, so you can only keep your eyes open for three seconds at a time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Close your ears sometimes. <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah. They put a sack over your head when they're taking you to the location and you just show up. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to put up. So I have one picture. <laughs> of me in the smock and the hairnet um and the safety glasses and they let us keep the safety glasses if we wanted for um you know just for fun and i was like yeah i'll wear those while i I put together this little mini satellite (laughs) like i'm like i'm gonna go party tonight where's my safety glasses yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna tie one on tonight (laughs) 
I don't know if I can keep up with you, Jeff, if you're wearing safety glasses. I'm telling you. Yeah. At a spectrum party. Full circle. <laughs> I party hard. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was a really cool tour. Um, and uh, it'll it'll be interesting um, to hear more from them once the satellites are launched. They said it takes about six months before they're operational. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also saw, you know, how they expand the um, solar arrays. That was really cool. It's all like hanging on um, almost like, uh, I don't know how to describe kind of like a, if you think of like an industrial clothesline, <laughs> just like hanging on there. You know, <laughs> what made me think of did like just totally geek out is like the, uh, the solar sail in Tron. Yeah. I don't know. That'll, you both are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. No, no. There's this solar sail in uh, Alien uh, Covenant, too. Oh, okay. They, well, they, go, they have to go fix it. And then I'm kind of dating the, myself with Tron, but yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right. Oh, well, there was the new, there was the remake of Tron, too. Which, no solar sail. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe there was. I don't remember. <laughs> mm. <laughs> was that the one with the solar sail? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's. I always think of the Tron movies. No, I'm just, I'm just messing around. <laughs> cool. Uh, anything, um, you know, dumb or silly that you saw this week or did you get any bad pitches? You know, I did find out that uh, one, one of my pet peeves is companies that don't put their press releases on their website. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to call out Mint Mobile for that. Mm. They do have press releases. They'll email them to you, but they don't put their press releases on their website. They don't archive them. Yeah, like wouldn't you want to have your news on your company's website? Like, does it really cost extra? Yeah, I don't. uh, I just do not understand that. Maybe it's like a a different. It's a weird publicity ploy, you know, to get people to talk about the fact that they they don't archive that press release. Yeah, but then you can't link to it in the Mission article. accomplished. There you go. Yeah, yeah, you can't search for it later if you need to reference it. Yeah, that is odd. That is odd. Very odd. So if you're listening and you do issue press releases, it would be great if you also put them on the website. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you and good night. Yeah, and please don't like PDF them and attach them in an email to us. Just no. link to it. That's outrageous. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. open an attachment. It's too much work and it's dangerous. <laughs> yeah, we're we're very overworked. And if we have to open a PDF, that is like, insane. Look at these fingers. They just oh. <laughs> they can't do it. <laughs> All OSHA. How about you, Jeff? Boy, anything, anything that irked you? Oh, things irk me all the time. Uh, yeah, not, nothing, nothing that. Uh, yeah, to, to the point where I was going to share it here, but uh, yeah. yeah, my mics is pretty good though. I like that. Yeah, yeah. put it on your website. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, come on. Let's, do, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on uh, Twitter? A lot going on there. Um. Oh yeah. Well, I thought you know the whole buy buy your blue check you know is definitely. Like, <laughs> Did they kind of stop that? I think, but yeah, I thought that um, uh, you know there, there were some comical ones, and then mm. you know some that were kind of damaging. You yeah, know, that with, uh, whole the drug insulin company. one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the yeah the post like, about the free insulin, and then did their stock tank after yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, it's like like what a bad idea. 
and then I think I think there was a uh, Jesus Christ had a verification blue check, you know. So yeah, you can <laughs> you can have all, all you can cause all cause all sorts of mischief <laughs> with this with this idea. I don't know. I don't, I don't have a blue a natural blue check, so I'm, I'm not going to pay eight bucks for one either. My brother sent me a funny post. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, somebody tweeted, yeah, I- "Can't believe my." Well, I guess we can swear on this. Can't believe my stupid ass has imposter syndrome while Elon Musk is confidently marching around Twitter HQ and chewing on wires until something breaks. (laughs) 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 Imagine like a little Elon Musk raccoon. Like that's what he does. (laughs) I'm sure that's it. Yeah. (laughs) I I sold that. I just got a uh, blue checkmark tattoo. I figured that that would probably do it. (laughs) I'm going to I'm going to bypass the whole thing. Can we scan it? Does it work like a QR yeah, the code? Well, that, and that's a one time cost, Mike. You know, you know, yeah, it's exactly. not like a recurring monthly thing. You just boom, yeah, here's a, your 25 whole, bucks. Yeah. Ink me up and I'm out of here. Yeah. 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 You're good. I got it on my forehead. I'm going to get it on my forehead, so okay. I feel like that'll really solve that problem. Well, yeah, no way. one can ever ask you, "Hey, do you know, are you verified Twitter user?" They verified. already know. It's like it's right there. Yeah. Exactly. It's right here on my forehead. How can you miss it? Yeah. It's right on my face, man. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. It's been fun. Uh, hope everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. If you uh, don't celebrate Thanksgiving, feel free to eat more than you usually do, as is the American way. Again, we will not be posting a notebook dump next week because we will be eating and All right. sleeping. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend or don't. <laughs> <laughs>